If you weren't here this morning, and I must say, if you were here, listen to Pastor Teresa's podcast of this morning's message. We were taught line by line how to prophesy. So my thing <laughs> dovetails. We're like sisters in the spirit, right? Go sis. And um, so tonight I'm starting with the, with the, the scripture that she shared this morning. And if you were here, S-E-C, what's S stand for? Strengthen. So prophetic people strengthen others and they E, encourage and they comfort. Look at that, Pastor Teresa, everybody got it. So good. So that's the scripture I'm going to share from 1 Corinthians 14, 1 to 3 in the New Living Translation. Let love be your highest goal. You want to kick goals? Love people. Love people with His kind of love, with His kind of love. Patient, oh my gosh, long-suffering. Oh, study His love. It's agape. It's, it's endless. It's unfailing. It's always there. But you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially that you, um, the ability to prophesy. For if you have the ability to speak in tongues and you will be speaking only to God since people won't be able to understand you, you will be speaking by the power of the Spirit. I love speaking and praying in my heavenly tongue language. Paul said he would have everybody, the Apostle Paul, he wanted everybody to receive the gift of tongues. In fact, he wanted everybody to receive the nine gifts of the Spirit. That's another lesson. So prophecy is another gift. It's a gift to unwrap, as we heard this morning. By the, but it will be mysterious. If I spoke to you in tongues right now, unless somebody interpreted, it would be useless to you because it's a mystery. I'm praying to my God concerning whatever the Spirit wants to pray through me. So it's yielding to the Holy Spirit and saying, pray through me, Lord. Pray through me for whatever is necessary because who knows, our prayer is limited. But God is not. But the one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them and comforts them. I hope and pray that that song I sang over you did just that, brought strength to you. And on the podcast, it will be there. I don't know. Will it be there on the podcast? Did, yeah, sure. You can listen to it over and over again. There's something powerful about it. But biblical prophecy is... is motivated by love and activated by faith. So we are continually looking for opportunities as God's people to encourage and strengthen and comfort. 1 Corinthians 13, 2 says, If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all the mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. Nothing, but God says prophesy with a motive and a heart of love. So when I was asked to preach, it's been two years. Some of you have never heard me. Who's never heard me preach? Oh, hello, newbies. Bless you. Um, so when I heard that I was asked to preach, which was very exciting to me, I and I got the topic of prophecy. 
I just said, Lord, who do you want me to prophesy over? And this morning, Pastor Teresa gave us a gorgeous example of how to prophesy and she actually demonstrated with some interns as she's been teaching them and they prophesied. So as I was praying, I got um, Zach Short. Where are you, Zachy? Sorry, he's too big and buff to, buff to, buff, buff to call him Zachy. But Zach was in kids' church with, with myself as a little guy. So Zach, these, this prophecy is constructed. I sat with the Lord, I thought about you, and I prayed for you, and I just began to write. And this is what the Lord said. You have been uncompromisingly godly. You have that nature. What you put your mind to do and what you use your words to speak has the touch of God on it. Be aware of the Holy Spirit's presence working through you, Zach, and give Him acknowledgement and thanks. There will be more supernatural events of God happening around you in 2022. Give him the praise. Don't run away from all the good things he wants you to do. He wants to do through you. This is the year of intense godly influence. And then I said, Lord, back it up with a, give me a scripture. So this is what he gave me for you. Acts 2.17. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. And your old men, Brendan, how you doing? Um, will dream dreams. Brendan dreams God dreams nearly every night. He must be really old. No. I'm talking to my husband right there. All right. So I went the extra mile and I got some really nice office works paper and I printed it out for you. Ah, I love you. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Yay. Okay. Flinger. You've got a Prezi too. Where are you, Flinger? Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, he's coming. He's coming for his. Okay. This man, let me read it as you come because time is going to fly. Flinger. You can sit down if you like because you can read it. Flinger, true spirit-led worship is God's calling card through you. You carry an anointing that breaks open the hearts of the listener. Don't be upset when, if you see people are not singing in the congregation. Don't worry about it. They are actually experiencing an encounter with God that is so intimate and so personal that they can't even speak or sing. That happened to me when I came back to the Lord. I walked through the, the doors of the church in Melbourne and the worship ministry were singing to the Lord and I just broke. And I, and I got to the seat and I slid to the floor and wept. And like Isaac Samson, three months, every Sunday, I would slide to the floor and I couldn't sing a note. And yet I'm a singer. I couldn't speak. And the worship of the people around me carried me through my pain. So worship team, never be moved by somebody that's not singing because sometimes the pain is too much and they just have to rest and we have to carry them through. So what, what else have I got here for you, Falinga? 
You and your voice are an instrument of his love. I see you singing over your family prophetically songs, one for each boy. You're going to, I don't know if you've already done it, but there is a song designed that you are designing for your sons. And the Lord said to me that they will do the same thing over their children in the time to come. That is the power of the prophetic. Amen. Ivan. Ivan. All the back rowers. See, God's got you. But you are on the stage worship leading. Ivan, love you. This is your word. It's going to be a cracker of a year for you. I don't use that language. A cracker. God will crack open some deep desires that you have held close to your heart for a long time. The time has come for three of them to come to pass this year. Specific. Be expectant and be willing to get excited about the possibilities that await you. The same anointing for financial increase that's on your mother is on you too. So make some um, significant plans and think big for 2022. Your scripture, 2 John 1, 2. Beloved, you are his beloved. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, even just as your soul prospers. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Okay, one more. Lisa Cooper, one girl, one woman. There you go. Bless you. Now, Pastor Teresa gave us a, um, bless you, honey, love you. (laughs) Um, Pastor Teresa gave us an assignment. If you weren't there this morning, you can hear it from my mouth. Text somebody a prophetic comforting, strengthening word this week. Do it. I know many of you already do it, but do some more, all right? Lisa Cooper, hope has filled your heart, Lisa, Um, especially after Jamie Malcolm's message last week, how to sleep in the storm. The Holy Spirit is pinpointing that specific uh, message for you and saying, listen to it again and again. Drop the anchor of hope and the firm hold of God's love will bring you into 2022 safely. He is your protection, your provider. New endeavours and opportunities will come across your desk. And then I put in brackets, I hear the phrase will come across your desk. Something about you sitting at your desk. So put your trust in Him who is faithful and watch what the Lord does for you in 2022. Um, Psalm 121, verse 2, my help comes from the Lord, the Lord who made heaven and earth. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I've got one minute to do five pages. That was my intro. Ha! No, I'm not even going to attempt to. I said to the wicks, I don't know what God's going to do in the time that I have. But let me say this, prophecy is communication from God to mankind. So what does he want the world to know? You and I are carriers. We are communicators, posties, deliverers of of the word of the Lord. The prophetic is is Jesus. 
He is the spirit of prophecy. I've got to tell you this scripture, Revelation 19, 10. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. There's a spirit behind the prophetic that will drive you to love people and to give them a gift of your words and encouragement that this world, I'm telling you, I was speaking and uh, let me get to that one. The essence of prophecy is to give a clear witness of Jesus. So I rang my father in the spirit, um, my my. Uh, yeah, Father, I call him Dad, Fergus McIntyre. I called him, he is a prophet to our nation and the nations. And I just want to leave with the, oh, I've got 10 minutes. I just want to slow down now. How you doing? Good, Tussie. Okay. All right, make sure you encourage him at the end and say, you're really young and you've got hair. Um. Okay. (laughs) For the essence of prophecy is to give a clear witness for Jesus. It's all about Jesus, his story working through you. He has his story working through you. God loves you and he wants you to know his plan for the world. When the world is changing the rules every five minutes and people are trying to juggle life. What is the, what's on the news tonight? I don't even watch the news. God's plan for the world. And he wants you to know your place in the plan. John 3, 16. This is it. In the Message Bible, this is how much God loved the world. He gave His Son, His one and only Son, and this is why. So that no no one need be destroyed by believing in Him. Anyone can have a whole and lasting life. God didn't go to all the trouble of sending His Son merely to point an accusing finger. Let's not be accusers of what's happening in the world and complaining about all the rubbish that's going on. Let's not be that because Jesus didn't do that. Can you imagine the days of the Romans when Jesus came to earth? There was so much going on. It's like nothing's new under the sun. There's craziness in every generation. There are things that can't be fathomed that are happening in the world. But this is our true north. He didn't come with an accusing finger telling the world how bad it was. Let's not tell the world how bad they are. Let's tell the world that there is hope, that there is um, a saviour, that there is freedom from fear, that there doesn't, there's not terror. We have an amazing God. Tell the world he came to help to put the world right again. Anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust him has long since been under the death sentence without even knowing knowing it. There are dead men walking all around us, dead spirits that need to see and hear and experience love that is unconditional. God, unpack that for me, please. (laughs) Because... 
because of that person's failure to believe in the one-of-a-kind Son of God when introduced to Him. The Bible says that even if you look up at the stars and the universe in the book of Hebrews, it says God reveals Himself. God is revealing Himself through nature. God reveals Himself in, in practical ways. God reveals Himself through you. And so I had such a desire to learn to prophesy. I heard my first prophetic song in 1992 and we were in a stadium and it was Kenneth Copeland Convention and the, the worship leader, the, the words went off the screen and he sang this song to me. Like whatever he was singing, it was come and hitting me directly in my heart. And I'm like, how did he know that about me? And then I asked some mature Christians, because I'd just come back to the Lord. I didn't know anything. I said, what was that song? What? They, it was a prophetic song. He was hearing from God and he sang over you. Do you know God sings over you? Zephaniah 3.17. God sings over you. Can you hear him? Well, he uses me. He uses others to sing something beautiful about a song from the Lord as a gift. So I said, like Teresa this morning, she said, I want that. I want to do that for others. I want to do that for others. And I haven't stopped yet. When we were in the inner city of Melbourne and, and working with the children whose parents were drug addicts, and um, some of the children were even injecting their own parents because the parents couldn't find their own veins. And these kids were coming to us for, in our outreach, totally unchurched. They had a vocabulary that would make you shiver. <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? Oh, no, don't tell me. <laughs> and these kids, I would say to the young ones, I'd say who had phones in those days, to the youth, here's my phone number. If you need help, if you're tempted, if you want out, call me. I'm telling you, I won't say anything. I'm going to sing over you. And, and I'll hang up. So I'd get these calls from the youth and, and they'd be like, whoever, hey, how you doing? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to take drugs. Where are my friends? In a... Stop. Jesus, lover of my soul. And I would just sing the songs of the day and, and they'd, thank you, and hang up. And just to strengthen, to encourage and to comfort I don't know what happened after that, but I'm telling you to have a desire to want to prophesy. And there were two things, outcomes that I really feel for tonight. One was a desire, like, God, I'm burning. I really want to hear from you and I really want to be your postie to be that kind of person to bring comfort. Now, you might say, but I need comfort. Like, well, hello, just get with God and He'll... he'll comfort you through His Word. He'll comfort you through His presence. He is a comforter. But that's one thing we want to do tonight. And the other one was, I was talking to Lee Townsend, that some people, I really want God to give you your word or phrase for the year. Like the other day, Brendan and I were having breakfast and we were just having a chat. And I said, God's, oh God, what's my, what's our word? for this year to just hang our, hang our faith on. And immediately the word harvest, harvest. 
I'm like, oh, yeah, I know the Scripture. Jesus said, look at the harvest. It's already white for harvesting. It's about souls. It's about winning people for Christ. But God's saying it's more than that too. And then I said, I didn't tell Brendan. I said, what's he saying to you? And Brendan said, harvest time. Oh, yeah. And we're like, that's our word. So we're going to spend the year studying about harvests and working out what kind of harvest of people, children. This week we're going on a camp. We're doing six sessions with 60 uh, Logan children and, and adults. So we're going to be prophesying our little butts off. It'll be awesome. And let me tell you this, prophecy is like a tap. Once you start, it's hard to stop. We were in Singapore a few years ago, and we're at a church. We ministered at a church, and we, it was a three-hour meeting. It, they have meetings. It went on, and I was preaching, and, and, and I'm, 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 I love it. I was exhausted, and we're done. Praise the Lord. Sit down, and the pastor got up and said, Now, Pastor Brendan and Pastor Kathy will prophesy over everyone. All the men line up here with Pastor Brendan. And all the women line up over here with Pastor Kathy. And I went, what the heck? I was exhausted. I was hungry. I'm like, I was hangry. The food in Singapore is amazing and Malaysia. Yeah, and China. We've got Malaysia and China over there. Um, anyway. So they all line up. And guess what? They all line up in those days. They had tape recorders. And so they all got out there. Tape recorders ready to, to record the words. I closed my eyes and started. Every word was different. Every word was amazing. Every word. I'm watching Brendan and he's going for it. I'm going for it. And at the end we went, wow, that was God. Okay, so stand up. If you want to step into, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release a, um, by faith, an impartation for the prophetic. So if you want that, run to the front. Quick, 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 quick. Come, come, come. I've got 32 seconds. Come, 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 come. Even if you don't even understand what I'm talking about, but you're just like, I want to encourage people. I want to take this to Melbourne, woman. You're going to take the most amazing, encouraging gift. You know what? You are a gift to Pastor Dan and Ebony. You know that. They know that. But they haven't unpacked you yet. So they're going to be surprised at what comes out of you, girl. There is such a rich, and we know your heritage, but there is a rich God deposit that God's put in you that is going to be um, unpacked. And, and then when you come back to us, we, we will hardly recognise um, the growth and the maturity and the souls that you're going to win. Oh, Jesus. All right. Lift your hands to heaven. Thank you, Lord. Sons and daughters sing. We can hear the wind blowing. Just gently, just gently. Close your eyes. Move upon. Father God, right now, you see the hunger in your people, God. Lord, the prophetic gift is such a beautiful gift to the world. Lord God, in every sphere of influence. Lord God, in the medical field, Father God. Lord, at the universities, Father. In their jobs, Father God. In their clinics, Father God. In the baristering, Father God. In the cafes, Lord Jesus. Lord, in the streets. In the shops. 
Father God. Oh God, release, release your anointing. A great anointing, Lord. Oh, if you want your heavenly language, just get it now. Ask for it. Lord, fill me up. Fill me up. Release. Impartation. Impartation. Impartation, Lord. Greater things, Jesus said. We would do greater things. Greater things. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. See Him right now in this moment. Just receive from Him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's gentle. He's gentle right now. He's gentle. We need a fresh fresh wind, Lord. Fragrance of heaven. Pour your spirit out. Pour your spirit out. Lord, that we would prophesy. That we would prophesy over Australia. Some of you are going to wake up in the morning and you're going to start prophesying over our nation. Blessings. Prophesying over our prime minister and our government and the leaders. You're going to see our leaders, our premiers differently. He's going to show you and how to pray for our nation effectively. Your family. He's going to show you how to prophesy over those who are not in the house of God. How to win your people that you work with. What to say, what not to say. How to see prophetically. Vision from within. Holy Spirit, right now. In Jesus' name. And the other thing in closing, if you want a word, like Brendan and I got a word for this year, a phrase. I was talking to Nick Hickman and he told me that God gave him the phrase, run and not grow weary. You will walk and not faint. Because he sought for that word. He asked, inquire. Inquire right now, close your eyes, ask him, what's my phrase or word for this year? Don't doubt what you just heard. It's simple. It is that simple to receive. Put your hand up if you've got a word or a phrase. Come on. There's a lot. That's, that would be 80% of the people out front and many, many. So if you didn't, it's still, it's still there. It's going to come. Write it down. Study it out. Find out what the Bible says about that word or phrase. And hang your hat on that for the year. Go after it. And be the blessing that you are as God's precious people.
in this crazy world that we are in but not of. God bless you as you go back to seats. Thank you so much. I got my props here, but I don't even, won't use them. And um, yeah, you can clap me. (laughs) Thank you.